Hi everyone, I'm Pamelia Chia and you're listening to the Singapore Noodles Podcast, your go-to destination to learn about Singaporean food culture. Today I have on the show Anthony Liao, who is the founder of Anthony the Spice Maker, which is a spice shop that is located at Chinatown Market. In the following conversation, we chat about how his business came about and also how this 35-year-old business has now taken a more modern form. I read your story, I thought it was very interesting because I always think of spice blending as an Indian trade. Oh, I see. Yeah. yeah. So I'm very curious, how did you get started in spice blending? Okay, now I tell my story. <laughs> Actually, uh, during the, my parent time, it's in the 1979, my parents have a spice shop in the wet market also. Because last time we used, you know, Singapore, we stay in a kampong. Mm. Okay, so when we need to, to ship to the HDB plant, then my parents had no business, so the not bad, the government give up a store that only can sell spices. Oh, okay. Ah, so we, we try to how to sell it, then we try to get like last time we got a so called go to the uh, what we call the take car there, we call it uh, uh, to buy those spices for the day, then we try to mix our own and they just sell it by experience, by some, you know, my granny also, all this experience. So we, okay, at the same time, we, you know, last time granny, they have their own secret recipe, like calling, you know, all, 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 many years back, 40 years back, uh, all the granny, they usually mix themselves. You don't buy your mixing. Unless quite youngest one, they don't know how to mix, then they will ask us to mix for them. If not, all those granny will come, they will usually, uh, like for me, last time very young, so they, a uh, boy or a tea, uh, help me to have uh, what, what spices like coriander or kumari or, or all the spices that they have. That means their own secret recipe. So yeah. I will mix for them. So at the same time, we pick up. This is how I learned. Uh, you know? Who were you at that time? That time I was only 19 years old because I was in the, at the same time, I was in the police force also for my national service. Uh, so when uh, up there, I need to help my parents. Okay. <laughs> and was it easy yeah. for you to learn? Uh, okay, by right, it's quite easy that in initial, we got the basic. We know our basic of uh, spicer, but I, as I mentioned earlier, like oh, a lot of granny got their own recipe. All these grannies uh, are your customers. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, it's our customer. They will come to us uh, because we are selling spicer, uh, as a spice shop in the wet market, so called. Uh. So we sell uh, all sorts of spicer for them to mix, that they need to use those spicer. Mm. Uh, so then when they come, they will tell us uh, how much for the particular spicer, like how many tablespoons or one teaspoon or whatever. So they will ask, uh, okay, how much or this and that. They will trust them. So when these all granny are very old, so they don't pound themselves. By right, last night, all granny pound themselves, you know. Uh, so this is how we pick up some of the customer, old customers, I mean old granny customers. Uh. Yeah. So they're actually very experienced, they're very good in cooking, you know, that's like, oh, amma, so far, granny, they're very good in cooking. <laughs> yeah, so all these yeah. aunties will be from different races? Or? Yes, you are right, because you know, uh, Singapore is a multi-racial, uh, uh, a lot of uh, uh, races, like, even like Malay, uh, Indian, uh, Chinese, or Pranakan, or whatever, or some, some rasa also the Japanese people, <laughs> uh, they also come. So we, at the same time, learn from the so-called the secret recipe of all these old granny. So this is how we pick up how to start the spicer. I get to know also at the same time. 
Yeah. Uh, so why do yeah. you decide to continue? I mean, were you very okay? Concerned? Good question. This is how I actually I'm a I'm a design draftsman by right, you know. So after my national survey, I go and work work around overall about three years ah. Uh. Then I think over that if I keep on rubbing ah, uh, you know, must use my hand to rub ah. Uh, how long can I go until I old? <laughs> so I think about my my parents time the spicer because usually be honest with you after the eighty ah. Uh, Always long queue one. Always <laughs> uh, long queue. Those people will come and queue up. So I say, hey, our curry why so famous? In the sense that, hey, hey this, this trade is quite nice. And we learn a lot of recipe. Like I learned for a recipe for all the gravy. So as well, I said, I think I better start a business, this spice trade. Uh, so I put myself to come up. Last time I used to call a name, I, I beat a name called Liao Jia Xiang. You know? Uh, so then I started. So actually, by right, I, I started in a small manufacturer plant and I distributed to supermarket. Oh. And last time is mini market first, then after that supermarket. But yeah. in the two Gantier, two O I stopped everything. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I got some problems, so I, I, I stopped it. So after that, I, I yeah. So this is by how I started this business. So. <laughs> yeah, then why do you decide to set up a shop in the wet market? Okay, good question. Because of this fear, uh, wet market is the cheaper shop house in Singapore ma. <laughs> so I'll be honest with you, that's a cheaper way. So I just started cheaper, right? So easy for me to so called easy to maintain and then start out we need to more more patient, need time for people to know you after testing they come back to you lor. This how how like my parent time same. We need time to let them have our spicer tester uh, nice they come back again. So how to maintain our customer so called <laughs> oh, but now yeah. back, do you think it was an advantage for you having your shop in the wet market? You are right, right? Because what whatever I do, we also try to be upgrade la, so called upgrade ourselves in nice packaging, all this and that to make it cleaner for and because now new generation, a lot of generation new people new I mean young people want to look nice, you know, uh something like that. But mine is I want people good quality. Nice is another matter. <laughs> Which market are you at now? Okay, and now I was in Chinatown. Uh-huh. In Chinatown complex. Uh, the big, actually, Chinatown complex is the biggest wet market in Singapore. Mm. If you get to know, uh, I believe you also know if you find out more. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So there's uh, many store uh, almost overall from first story to downstairs, more than I think 400, 400 hours totally. Yeah. yeah. So why do you choose this market? Chinatown, a lot, a lot of tourists will come to Chinatown. Uh. Ah, uh, so there are a lot of crowd in the sense that there are a lot of crowd will come here. All those foreigner tourists, they will try to visit China, you know, China town so called. <laughs> so they, so they were like more curious about, hey, what's the wet market? Because last time China town, we the wet market itself inside got all live, you know, live seafood, uh, live whatever animal. Uh, so they started there. Then people find that it's more interested, ma. Interesting to, I mean, interesting to find out more what what the wet market look like, uh. yeah. But now no longer have and all this ready. Oh, because of COVID, is it? Uh, COVID another matter is because of uh, like you don't let people to do on the spot, like you know, yeah. killing things down there or something like that, but The last <laughs> time I went to Chinatown Market, there was still a guy who was selling the live frog. Oh yeah, yeah, live frog hat. But recently, the, we just in fact, I just tell you, uh, last week only, uh, this live frog cancer cannot do anymore by the NEA. 
so sad. Then he yeah, so sad. Like cannot cannot do anything. Cannot like on the spot like uh clear the frog there already. No more. Is it just like for now, or is it in the future? No, just like that. No more. Cannot already. This is a new regulation. Wow, that's so sad. I mean, that's the reason yeah, people good. go to Chinatown Market, right, to buy fresh fish, fresh uh, fruit, no, fresh no, fruit. Only buy fish, fish here, only the frog and all. Wow. So yeah, actually, by right, they want people like dig a small factory, slaughter all this frog, then dig freezing, and then sell you on the market, yeah. That means no longer very fresh, lah. Yeah. Sense. So do you grow uh, up in the wet market? Uh, I can say I don't uh, really grow up in the wet market because yes, the time is when I helping out my parents. Yeah. So until 1986, I started my own business. Ah. But that time I was not in the market really. I was in the factory. factory. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Only 2006, I go back to the market because as I earlier mentioned, I need a space and it's cheaper to operate. Wow. Oh. When I look at your shop, it looks very modern. Was this the influence of your children? Uh, okay, actually by all these also, uh, my children helped me out with all these uh, so called the packaging and uh, some right now and behind there's a recipe everything ready including the QR code scan and then go and watch the tutorial how to make into paste how to cook some dishes <laughs> oh so they help you a lot before yeah they help me do all these things lah. oh were you the one uh, who actually asked your children to help you or did they volunteer uh, I can say I need that okay see, because I'm making this Many years, right? So since they're young, uh, they are school holiday. Yes, they they need to come and help me. Yeah. By my uh, uh by my children, so that at the same time they will pick up something uh like that. So they like now my uh, daughter is uh helping me out. Uh, the youngest called Ming Ling, uh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I heard that she has a wellness line in. Ah uh, yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> she do do the masala chai. She's the one who come out this masala chai now. Uh. This one. Do you feel like your shop is still running the way that it used to run, like in the past before your? Uh, it's, impro it's improving because I whatever we do this more to uh to work uh how do I say easy, as I said we all need to be online right so this is how we are doing like all the best to ship all over the world so called mm -hmm. last uh, I'm online is more than seven years uh even last time without on uh so called there's a platform for ordering. We use uh, like 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 email, then pay by PayPal, then send them oh. the invoice, and then after that pay, then send to them. This is oh. how I started. Uh, then slowly we know that eh, about workplace, easy to make, uh, become a, a, a online, easy to, you know, all the platforms are there. Uh. So, you know, some people, they think of spice blending is very simple, right? You just mix all the spices together. Is that true or is that not true? Is it complicated? It's true, but you must know the spicer. What spicer you buy from? What grade, what premium product are you buying? You can do anything, any recipe. But it's just that you, you, I can say it's very sadly, sometimes you just say, I will go to supermarket. Then you buy those spices that you want, you make your own recipe. But you end up, no, not, not what you really like. Because the spicer alone is different. Yeah. You know, uh, maybe in, in many countries, or the spices are not pure enough, you know. So you end up, you're not successful. Uh, this is a problem that a lot of people give up doing their own recipe, give up the cooking because they don't get a good spicer for them to encourage encourage you to, to cook more, to learn more, you see? Yeah. 
And one yeah. of the signature products is your curry powder, right? You call it the yeah. Singapura yeah. curry powder. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Curry powder, Singapura. You know why this? I call it a curry powder, Singapura. Because if you say you ask me, right, why, why uh, about the curry powder? Singapore, they are multi-racial people. So this is how I picked up all those uh, granny. And then I draw a line. Basically, all these uh, uh, Indian or Malay or Chinese or Pranakan, this is some of the ingredient, uh, so called. So I blend it. This is called curry powder Singapore. Uh. So you can turn it into Japanese curry, you can turn it into uh, Indian curry, or you can use it for your own other type of curry, or making curry pop, all this also can use. Yeah. And usually, a lot of people will think that maybe you also think that eh, maybe Indian is a trick, spice trick, right? Yeah. Right. Because India got a lot of spices. There are a lot of Indian come from India. So when they bring in, it's like you think they're all from India. So they made all the brand become like curry powder Indian. But this Chinese also got their own style, you see. So this is how I picked up so many years, 40 years ago, pick up for all those granny. Uh, yeah. Spices, yes, initials is import in I mean from India. But nowadays it's different. Many countries got good spices, like example Indonesia. But even my special now, almost 80% I import from Indonesia, not India. <laughs> you see the difference? Oh. Ah, first thing I understand because I try to get, I told you earlier, I always source for the best spicer. Yeah. So I, many years back, about 20 years ago, I found out that hey, uh, Indonesia is a very good spicer because the ground itself is different. Mm. You know, a lot of, a lot of earthquake, yeah? Then yeah. after that, all the, all the, all the, Raba is a, is a very good to do. <laughs> a lot of people forgot. India don't have India don't have something uh, uh, earthquake and then good ground. You understand? Yeah, I didn't know that. So I didn't really know that the earthquake will make the uh, ground more fertile. <laughs> wow. So do you so actually this, to, do you actually have to go to Indonesia to source your product? Or? No, because we even I find out one of the, my supplier he, he himself is a Singaporean, the father. Yeah. So they invested in Indonesia to open, set up a spy, so from uh, spy blending, binding, all this. Uh, so at the same time, I will, at the same time I consult them, they, uh, okay, now uh, I, I need some spicer. And what kind of spicer I need? Can you do it for me? Even the process, I also want them to do what process I like. Yeah. So that, uh, so they follow my method. So I said, okay, you follow my method, you invest a little bit, a bit more machine. I will truly get it for you. Yeah. So I never changed my supplier for almost almost 10, 12 years already. <laughs> wow. So yeah. you, you are a Chinese run shop in the wet market, right? Do you feel that yes. that has ever been a disadvantage for you? Because, you know, maybe people feel like, oh, if I want to get spices, I should get from an Indian spice man. You yeah, you're right, you're right. Yeah, so some will think this way, but, but it's better how I set up. And then I know I can give keep uh after the recipe making a nice recipe so people were uh, after eating they will come back then they will try to like work on mouth help me to spread about my spices so this is how i can subsend here today ah, so what's ah. your favorite part about opening your your shop in a wet market wet market uh is cheaper and at the same time there are there are a lot of people there are different type of auntie ama also have so it's it's very experienced to talk to them at the same time you can tell them at the same time we learn something from them out of there you see uh, mm -hmm. so I keep on uh, uh, learning all those people because 
ama that time ah, uh, all granny like to go market, uh. They don't go supermarket, uh. So yeah. after 50, 60, 70 years, people will come to wet market, uh. mm. uh, But you uh, know, now people are saying that the wet markets might die off, right? For in the future, do you think that uh, that would be the case? Actually, to me, uh, wet market is won't die because our 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 culture in Singapore is a wet market. Mm. Okay. Wet market until today still more than hundred over wet market, you know. But only like set Madrid like about now recently, uh, because of the COVID two three years, I mean two years COVID people jobless. So, so the end up they also now take over the the the, the uh like a wet market a store helping the parents selling all the all the so called business uh the job stick even other tech you know uh, uh make a platform how then you sell the thing in the online you know so and now you see now all the young generation maybe like you, you also want to set up uh, own business in the web market <laughs> it's good right? to me it's good that's why i always encourage my children please go and do some business yourself don't care what kind of business to me Business is you put your effort, you put your own effort, you put your own mind, whatever, it's your own business. So called, I don't say, sorry, uh, no state work with other people, they end up you do your effort, whatever, end up the, after 10, 20 years, the company cannot sustain, they close down, you have nothing to gain. <laughs> yeah. So what yeah. do your children so, think? Yeah, so they all make, try to make their own business. Uh. Then this, you know, this idea of starting your own business, I mean, was that something that your parents taught you? Like they told no, you that's very important? No, no, no. My parents won't taught me this way. When I just earlier mentioned, I'm a design draftsman. I like to design things. Yeah. So I end up like, how long can I still designing? Cannot, right? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, last, last time, you know, my education is not very high. So I need skill, you know? So I said, myself skill, I put it on the, the spicer. Then when I was young, so like because of the curry chicken is very, very famous. Everywhere they were eating, I believe you also know, like everyone also like to put curry chicken at home. Man. Don't care what, what brand you buy, your father or mother or granny uh, cook, uh, you also like the, the curry chicken uh, everywhere. Even, uh, you know, you know uh, a, wedding, a wedding or whatever, people pass away also curry chicken. Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah. So curry chicken is a very uh, so-called uh, important, uh, so-called important dish in throughout our life, lah. Put it this way, you know, everyone will know about curry chicken. Yeah. Uh, only that when you use what to cook, only become what flavor you have. Uh. So what, yeah. what blends are you famous for other than the curry chicken? Okay, yeah. actually my last side is very good one. I can say. What kind of last side? That nonya. I call it. I call it tradis, traditional lasa, but right is nonya. <laughs> Okay, if, no matter with Chinese do, it become like yo yeah, it's that it's a it's a mentality. Ah, fusion. Uh, you are right. So <laughs> last time, and I got my even uh, uh just to let you know, we have uh, like my my uh, uh chili crab. I got my chili crab blend. You know, you know some restaurant in Singapore very famous. Then after the, some of the granny they buy my my recipe, they blend their own, then they cook the chili crab. Then they end up, I no longer need to go to a restaurant anymore. So just use my my my, my chili crab, also called the blend. It's like better than the restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> but this, yes, I can say this is my experience. This is how I pick up for all the all the granny secret recipe. So it won't go away. Like this is really a true. I can say it's a truly curry uh, chili crab Singapore flavor. 
understand? <laughs> Whatever I do is Singapore flavor. It cannot go away because this is how I learn for all the all the granny of Singapore. They owe enough. They cannot more found themselves. So no no more secret. They have to buy from me. So I help them to take how many tablespoon this and that. So I learn from that. I draw like oh this ama using all these recipe to cook like chili crab. Then I know already, no? Ah. ah, not only one ama, so many ama, almost the same recipe. Why not I follow that? So correct, wa. all the grandchildren eat, hey, I like ama, wa. so same, wa. cannot go away. <laughs> you know, I saw one of the interviews that you or your son gave, uh, which talked about how you want to encourage young Singaporeans to cook more, right? Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct. <laughs> you know, first thing, you see, you, you, you buy, you buy. Okay, you buy ready to eat. You only try to buy, just say you want to save some money, buy a bit more like average one, but you don't fear that you get the, what you want. So you're very sad like, when you really cook for you then. But you want to buy good one, it's very, very expensive. But you cannot afford every day eat a good one, right? Correct or not? Yeah. Uh, so all these products that I've been selling is just like normal, like party time, I can say. Chili crab is not like every day you can eat one. Maybe two, three, one time. Uh, chicken curry, you won't eat every day chicken curry because we're not Indian, but correct. Uh, so it's different. So all these, all these, all these things, uh, the dishes that we cook is not every day. I can say it's not every day. Only weekend or whatever, or family party time or family time, then you cook uh, mm. to enjoy together. Then you don't need to go to the restaurant. Uh. Why do you think young Singaporeans don't cook so much? First thing, I believe that everyone needs to work. Mm. Come back home, have no time to prepare all the things. Mm. You know? So this is what I will try to help them. That I prepare for you all the ingredients. You just blend your own. Then just do the cooking. It cut almost half your time really. Mm. Uh, so we we'll encourage them to, to cook your own, uh, so-called. Maybe at least on the weekend, uh, or when you need party time, uh, or when you need birthday time. Uh, Cook curry chicken to enjoy to invite everyone come up. Yeah, I see. You, uh, know, you don't see those big cups of spices at your shop. So I was wondering if you actually like blend spices for people on the spot? Uh no. 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 Yes. I already them to buy my recipe. Oh uh, but so what, if, my what if someone comes to you with a recipe? Can you blend it for them? Uh no. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I will say no, really. I'm very straightforward because because if if you if you give me your recipe, then I do it for you. I have I have to spend a lot of time to make the thing. You know? Because I got so many blends in my in my shop. Every time I need to blend my own recipe. So how to do for them cannot. Mm. Even some uh so-called vending, some factory, they also want my bread. I say you want to bread for you, I know. You you buy my brand, yes I have. Yeah, I very straightforward my, my business or principle of business. They will come to me, I say no, I don't brand. Because I cannot promise you everything because some spices I cannot get on the spot. Very different from how other spice men are doing it at the wet market, yes. right? Yes. Uh, different wet market they, they nowadays they used to scope themselves. Now no, I everything prepared, everything ready. Oh because okay. I find that Everything ready is more clean. Mm. Everything sealed, never open a scroll to the environment. Our spices are always very clean. I see, I see. Ah, it's different. Mm. Ah. So, you have, so you have your wet 
wet blends, right, in the fridge, and then you have the dry. Okay, my wet blend, actually, yes, last night I had, but I, after the COVID time, in year 2020, I stopped the blend. Oh, why? Yeah. Uh, the reason is that, because we also lost my customer, ma. Oh. Uh, they don't come. So they usually now, they I make, encourage them to order online. I see, I see. Ah, so they now they know how to order online. You know, I teach somebody they call how to order online. I teach them all. Then I say you try one time, then next time you know already. <laughs> yeah. Easy, right? Then you don't need to come up because COVID, you you take your life at risk. Yeah. So you can order online, stay at home, I open up your, your post box, my spices are there. So you can start blending and do the cooking. Only one step behind, blend your own, add your own onion. So it become the place that what I sell to them last time. Yeah, I saw your website is very informative. Like all the steps are there and all the instructions. Uh, yeah, I will teach everyone because I believe my own spicer, like people want to copy, so-called copy my spicer, it's not easy. Mm. Uh, it's, the, it's the blend that I've been provided. It's the ingredient that I've been using. Yeah. So it's my own star, own flavor until today. Since day one, I never changed my recipe. Oh, really? For so many yeah. years? Yes. Never changed my recipe at all. <laughs> so almost 30 over years already. But so, only I try to shop the best ingredient, make the, make the spices more premium and more nicer, all this, improve the ingredient. Yeah, so that is now your family secret recipe, right? <laughs> yes, you are right. <laughs> That's why even some, 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 uh, some uh, so-called my ingredient, uh, what I put in the end, some I put, I add other spices. So this is my trade secret. Some, some like my bakute, be honest with you, bakute very famous in Singapore. There are many plants in Singapore selling bakute. Yeah. Uh, my bakute in the end, I put other spices. So they cannot copy, don't know what's the spices. My blend or my spices, I use by some of the machine share in Singapore. Okay. Even, okay, be honest with you, even the Andy Pigs, she visit my shop. She opened one in the in the Raffles Hotel. Yeah. Uh, she visit my shop. She buy my spice spicer, but then another year they open her own spicer. Wow. <laughs> uh, but she also use my spicer for the cooking. How did she know about you? I don't know. Maybe the, the machine chef introduced to her. So she visit my shop. Uh fine lady, very sharp, very cute, cute. We don't know who at first. Then Anna, my daughter, eh? She's the one. <laughs> oh your daughter your daughter recognized her. Uh, in the end, I can hey, there's some lady like this lady, and then she, you know, there are your young people are very good in social media, man. Go to Instagram, you go to Facebook, you can see, check who I know, I always make a lot. Wow, hey, thank you so much for sharing about your story with me. It was really interesting. Okay, thank you. Thank okay. you, Anthony. Bye. Take care. That wraps up another episode of the Singapore Noodles podcast. You have been listening to Anthony Liao of Anthony the Spice Maker at Chinatown Market. Food media tends to focus on Singapore's best hits like chicken rice or laksa and fails to capture the diversity of Singaporean food. By documenting overlooked recipes, Singapore Noodles seeks to share about Singapore's rich food culture with you. If you would like to support the work that we do, sign up to be a member on our website sgpnoodles.com. You'll get access to all recipes on the site and participate in monthly cook-alongs. Once again, thank you for listening to the podcast and I'll catch you next week. Thank you.